This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Manscaped and by Factor. Whoa! Hey! Hey, I'm back! <laughs> we are back. We're back, too. Yeah. We're back after uh, a much-needed break. Hopefully the YouTube algorithm doesn't just uh, completely <laughs> punish us over our mistake to, uh, you know, take some time off for yeah. ourselves. Um, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, I hope you are still going to find our videos. I hope you're finding this one. Is if, it in the feed? Is it in yeah. the email? Have we been shadow banned? Yeah. That's what you get for not working, you lazy bums. But, yeah, it never hurts, uh, if you haven't already, to make sure that bell button is accurately pushed. Yeah. Because then you'll get notifications. Yeah. Uh, you'll never miss a new upload. But, hey. We're back. Let's just fly through the last, uh, you know, two weeks <laughs> of news really quickly, and then we can dive into some more recent tech news, and then we can get everything back on track. Everything It'll be in like order. we never left. Yeah, yeah, folks. The Johnny Depp uh, Amber. Fucking, God damn it! <laughs> this fucking thing. It's over. It's over. It's over. Good. It's, it's fun. The trial. Good. The trial has finally come to an end, which is great news for uh, everyone except for the channels and streamers that were doing live, round-the-clock coverage. It was a great meta while it lasted. Yeah, it, it just pouring in the analysis uh, of what, for some reason, became this generation's O.J. Simpson trial. It was like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's this, and they're all horrific. All the big, like, media frenzy trials, Casey Anthony, O.J. Simpson, uh, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, domestic abuse trial. It wasn't even a domestic abuse trial. It was a fucking defamation yeah, case. Well, yes. Uh, but anyways, I got to be honest. Despite Johnny's legal team doing an excellent job throughout the entire trial and clearly winning in the court of public opinion, I thought for sure that the verdict wasn't going to play out the way that it did because historically winning a defamation trial is extremely difficult. Yeah. Um, but baby, 2022 is out here setting precedents all over the place. And Johnny Depp won in both the court of public opinion and in the court of Fairfax County, Virginia, where the trial took place. But also, weirdly, Amber Heard also won. It was like two defamation trials at once. She won on, we'll get to it, but she won on something that was uh, said during the UK trial, apparently, that Johnny Depp didn't have direct uh it's something that his lawyer said or something. Yeah. It's all very confusing. Uh, what she won was like very low down the ladder. Yeah. He won essentially overwhelmed. It's very in all strange because generally it's um, a lot easier to sue someone for defamation in the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And uh, that... But the problem was he was suing a major uh, news yeah. news publication. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, here's NBC News with more. And uh, we will try to keep it brief because the story is obviously old news by now. It's older than Johnny Depp's face, which is... <laughs> looking pretty old. So the jury unanimously found that Heard could not substantiate her allegations against Depp and that she knew her claims of abuse were false when she published her 2018 essay. The jury determined that Heard acted with actual malice when writing her op-ed. The jury awarded Depp $10 million in compensatory damages and $5 million in punitive damages in his defamation suit. Fairfax County Circuit Court Judge Penny Azkarat, Azkarat, whatever, reduced the punitive damages the jury awarded to Depp to $350,000, which is the state's statutory cap or legal limit, making his total damages $10.4 million. Heard had countersued for $100 million and said she was only ever violent with Depp in self-defense or defense of her younger sister. Heard's countersuit centered around three statements made by Depp's former attorney Adam Waldman in 2020 to the Daily Mail in which he described Heard's allegations of abuse as a hoax. The jury found that Depp through Waldman, defamed Heard on one count. The jury awarded Heard $2 million in comp compensatory damages, but $0 in punitive damages. So 
Amber Heard defamed Johnny Depp by saying, uh, or like they both did a by, little bit by of alluding to uh, yeah her being a victim of his abuse, not even naming him. But also, Johnny Depp defamed Amber Heard by saying that he didn't abuse her. Okay. Um, look, I I watched a, a fun... I watched a, inadvertently uh, watched a a bunch of clips from the trial through my wife and. Uh, uh, a lot of her family members who we were on vacation with for a period of time, just uh, obsessed with this. So, uh, but yeah, they, I mean, based on everything I saw, it looked uh, like she's a not very stable person who probably did a little abusing and is a compulsive liar. She's no, uh, no hero. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. So anyway, there's been rumors and various reports of Amber Heard's role in Aquaman being reduced or even removed slash recast. I don't know. We haven't seen any verified remarks directly from Warner Brothers, though you would assume things are a bit chaotic behind the scenes. I mean... They've got, already got a mess on their hands without this. Yeah, this uh, this DC universe just can't catch a break. <laughs> the Truly, the extended universe. It they extends should, into, the, into reality yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, also, while we were gone, the absolutely horrific tragedy in Uvalde, Texas. Yeah, so that happened like right before we left, and it was like, okay, this is this is bad. We just had like two other shootings and now we got this one like, but hey, it couldn't get significantly worse the more you learn about it, right? Uh, it, it did get worse. Uh, the number continued to grow and the details that came out of it involving the police um, were horrific to say the least. And yes, it was just the infuriating details that followed during the investigation, which got worse with every update as it became clear that. The local police department, despite having been trained for this exact scenario, they, it was reported to have held off from entering the area where the shooter was uh, for over an hour. Yeah, they, they, they were they were busy doing their bread and butter, uh, harassing unarmed people uh, coming to them, uh, asking for help, yes. uh, tasing them, handcuffing them, yelling at them. Um, instead of, you know, all while like 20 feet away, uh, there is a, a man murdering children. Yeah, they later indicated that they didn't proceed further because they themselves could have been shot. Lady, what do you want me to do? You want me to go in? He's got a gun. Yeah, uh, instead it was reported that they were busy, as Elliot said, uh, doing a little crowd control on horrified parents. Even detaining some parents who tried to rush into the school in an attempt to save lives while the police did nothing. One mom actually made it in, though. Yeah. And, she, and, she, and that lady is a hero. And has very coarse words for the police department. Yeah, and they're, like, threatening, because she has, like, she's technically still on probation for some, like, misdemeanors from 10 years ago. And, of like, course they drug her. Yeah, they're threatening to, like, basically make her life hell if she uh, continues to describe literally just what happened. There was also a teacher who survived, uh, who's in the hospital, who's just like, these cops are fucking cowards. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, the, the good guy with a gun... Uh, that theory out. Yeah, it's like you know, even even in 2020 with all all the protests and whatnot, it was like a lot of people were like, "Yeah, look, look, obviously these police should not be uh, doing all these terrible things." But you know, that's the price you pay for having them around when you really, really need them. And it's like, oh, they don't even fucking do that. Yeah, and they uh, exist solely to just like harass minorities and poor people. As and before the information of the them just doing nothing was coming out. Already, the 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 brand of people who are let's not talk about gun control immediately. We need after door this. control, door control, and armed officers at every school. Well, guess what? That didn't fucking work. Yeah. Same thing in Buffalo a week before. There was an armed security officer, and it looked to his best efforts. 
At least he tried to stop the shooter. My favorite, uh, my favorite solution that I saw on the internet was uh, some random person on Twitter being like, "All right, but like, what if we have? What if each classroom has a gun, but it's can only be remotely activated by the principal if the principal presses a button, and then you can use the gun? Like, you ever think about that? Then the principal will have a big button, and his actually works." Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, the other crazy thing was just that there were people that were like, literally three weeks ago, you were bashing teachers for teaching wrong think or whatever all in these, the classrooms. Yeah, all and these, now you want to arm them. These teachers are grooming our kids. They're poisoning the minds of our children, making them like change genders and whatnot. And that, and we need to give all of them a gun. Yes. that's That is the, the mental gymnastics we're dealing with. Yeah. Here. Also, they're like, the police like timeline of events changed like, Completely, like Multiple times. like six times in three days. Like just if you completely, if, if you just pull up the Wikipedia page, there's like bullet points of how many times yeah. the narrative has changed. It's wild. Anyway, the officials for law enforcement in the state of Texas, they you know they they altered, updated, had to correct the timeline of events uh, multiple times due to uh, inaccuracies and inconsistencies that uh, appeared to have been made as a way to. Uh, you know, take the heat off the cops, mm-hmm. uh, including reports that officers uh, engaged the shooter before he even entered the school. Or well, they apparently had the chance died. to, yeah. Yeah, or right. I don't know, he was there, I don't know, a teacher opened the door, maybe didn't. Yeah. There was reports that were later refuted involving, yeah, the teacher, uh, it's, it's all that teacher's fault for propping that door open and just letting the, the, the shooter in. Uh, that uh, was, and uh, that was uh, immediately, like, struck down, like, no. No, the know. door just didn't lock, the teacher did close the yeah. door. It, yes, very confusing. Um, yeah, the timeline of events that played out during the hour or so that police should have been actively engaging the shooter instead of waiting around outside and yelling at distressed parents. Um, Seemed to change a lot. Yeah, it changed a whole lot. You would think it was, it's like fucking Rashomon out here. It's wild how many different versions of event you can have for what seems like a pretty straightforward uh, hour of time. It's all infuriating. Uh, Nothing is worse than the loss of life. um, Obviously. Especially the lives of children, Mm -hmm. defenseless children. Um, Except, yeah, there's the lingering question of how many lives could have potentially been saved if the local law enforcement had uh, done their fucking jobs, acted responsibly and heroically, run into that building, and tried to actually take the shooter out. Yeah. This is a you love shooting people, but the one time you actually really, really need to shoot someone as quickly as possible. No, can't do it. Scared. Scared. Yeah. Now, as always, it is impossible to switch from serious stories to more inconsequential stuff, but we have to. The video continues. And it, <laughs> it should come as no surprise to anyone that while we were gone, Elon ah! Musk was... I know, every time, Elliot, you're just you're getting the punch in the face every single this time with guy, these This guy, uh, so I'm guessing he, he has to own Twitter now. It's been like two weeks and... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he has to own it by now. Otherwise, he's been wasting our time for the last, like, three fucking months. I like how we, uh, we leave... Uh, the more things change, the more things <laughs> yeah. change, stay the same. Um, so how's he liking his new job as the owner of Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we're sick of it just as much as you are. We are sick yeah. about... Elon Musk news. Um, so we'll just, I say skim through some of his bullshit, but there was so much while we were gone. He we'll stays try to very get active. Um, and uh, then we will take some time to applaud uh, one of our favorite outlets for absolutely just dunking all over him. Straight to his face, no less. Um, so in what appears to be a rehash of the exact story that we covered on the last episode, though with a more serious and seemingly definite tone, it looks like Elon is very serious about backing <laughs> out of his deal to buy Twitter.com and is using bot accounts as his excuse for doing so. Look, when I signed on, when I <laughs> promised to do this thing, I didn't know that I was promising to do this thing. Yeah, his, Come his on. excuse 
uh, for using the his excuse of bot accounts doesn't hold any water because he at the beginning of this waived his right to yeah. perform due diligence. Yeah, that was his first thing. Like, it's like when you go, we're going to give you the data, and you agree to this, and that's your offer. Yeah, it's like if you're buying a used car, and they're like, yeah, give it, you know, take Kick a look the around, tires. look around, uh, look, wait. The, the inside of this car could be completely made out of rats. It might not. It's up to you right now before Penn hits paper to, uh, you know, take Elon a look Musk bought He's the like, mystery nah. box and got upset <laughs> about what was yeah. inside it. And he also, by the way, publicly stated initially that one of his main goals with the acquisition was to literally tackle the bot problem is on the platform. Hmm. So it was maybe not such a surprise to him as he is presenting it. Oops, all bots. Uh, here's the latest on this from Reuters. The warning delivered in a letter from Musk's lawyers to Twitter's chief legal officer, Vijaya Gaddy, marked an escalation. It accused Twitter of being in material breach of its deal obligations. In the letter to Twitter, Musk's lawyers reiterated his request for details on bot accounts and said he reserved all rights to terminate the acquisition as the company was in a clear material breach of its obligations by not providing him with the information. Twitter responded that it planned to enforce the completion of the deal on the agreed terms. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Quote, Twitter has and will continue to cooperatively share information with Musk to consummate the transaction in accordance with the terms of the merger agreement, the company said in a statement. This trade has no bricks. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, this probably has, uh, you know, more to do with the fact that Elon Musk has personally, we, we, we said it last time, but he picked the worst possible moment in the last decade to uh, decide... He wanted to. Uh, he wanted a, a new toy to play with. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's lost billions of dollars over the past few months due to just general market conditions, and uh, and also you know his own stock notoriously volatile. When that when it's volatile uh, going this way, hey, wow, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm great. When it's volatile the other way, oh no, geez, Not my fault. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely like, Bill Gates's fault. I don't like sowing all this reaping. Um, <laughs> it, and by the way, all Bill Gates's yeah. fault. Yeah. So yeah, it's, he's looking for a way out because, as we stated moments ago, one of his stated goals when purchasing Twitter was to fix the bot account problem, uh, a problem that he. Uh, seemingly immediately forgot about and then remembered and is now using as an excuse to get out of the deal that he agreed to because he wanted to fix the bot problem. Great shit poster, though. Actually, not great. No. We'll get to it. But it's not just <laughs> Elon who's now very concerned about Twitter's bot problem for some reason. Mm -hmm. Texas Attorney General and Musk simp Ken Paxton recently announced that the state of Texas is going to be doing a little looking into this as well. You think maybe the state of Texas has, like, other more pressing uh, matters? The attorney general of the state of Texas clearly <laughs> does not have more important <laughs> matters to attend to and focus on. Elliot. Nothing else is going on there. Absolutely this nothing. Is a slow news week we in Texas. We are living in clown world. Uh, here's the statement. Today, I'm investigating Twitter for potentially misleading Texans on the number of its bot users. I have a duty to protect Texans if Twitter is misrepresenting how many accounts are fake to drive up their revenue. And by the way, for further reference, the press releases from this Texas attorney general from the past few months, they include the following, uh, this Twitter investigation, of course, anti-abortion rulings, opposing mask mandates, supporting a ban on sanctuary cities, and literally begging DirecTV to not cancel its contract with One American News. So, we gave your racist uncle a job in the <laughs> Texas government, and um, 
going about as well. Clearly, as these are the most pressing matters. Yeah. In the state of Texas, can you imagine if one of those bots uh, made its way into a school? Yes, he's closing the door. A the kid, proverbial a, door. A kid might click on a link and uh, and get tricked. Find out about universal health care. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, to round out the Elon news, uh, in what appears to be a way to divert attention away from his recent string of bad news stories, um, Elon Musk has indicated that his, uh, you remember this, this uh, you know, it's easy to forget, but <laughs> Tesla is working on a robot, guys. A humanoid a robot. A humanoid robot. Um, and, uh, you know. It's a man in a suit. It was a man in a suit uh, doing a dance. It was uh, it was an IRL shitpost. I Honestly, did not think that this was a real product, but Elon Musk says that the Tesla robot, uh, it might be ready for deployment as early as September of this year, which is fucking uh, three months away. What does it do? It loads the ATV into the back of the Cybertruck. Yeah. So if you look, if you believe that a advanced humanoid robot will be uh, ready to go in three months. We've got a road-ready Cybertruck just off screen to uh, sell to you. Yeah, it's right over here. Um, so, yeah, the Tesla bot, which went viral for literally being a guy inside of a, a morph suit, a form-fitting <laughs> suit, acting like a robot. It's just green man, but in a, he looks like a robot, I guess. Um, is, is something, this is a t- something that a team at Tesla has, I guess, been tasked with developing as a way to... Uh, Take the stress of mundane tasks off of humans. Not a lofty goal at all. We are literally going to uh, create Jetsons robots, and we're going to do it in less than a year. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, why it has to look exactly like a human when there's hundreds, if not thousands, of robots currently in use that already uh, complete repetitive human tasks, like the Roomba. Look at that. <laughs> or, or like, uh, I don't know, the factory line at, like, Ford or Chevy. Yeah. A- anything like that. Why does it got to look like a guy? Yeah. It could just be a giant arm that puts tires on a car. Or yeah. Wheels, sorry. So uh, yeah, just very all all strange. Um, no, it has to look like a human when it picks up the groceries. I want it to bend over and pick up yeah. the groceries. Yeah. Oh, you dropped <laughs> and it something. It has to have a big ass. You dropped something, robot. <laughs> These humanoid robots are anatomically correct. Let me see that robussy. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, <laughs> just like with you know everything else that Musk uh, comes up with, this one is you know this one's different. Yeah, you fool me once, fool me twice, fool me a dozen or so times, but not this time. Uh, Elon Musk says that this looks cool. It's happening. Yeah. He's moved his company's AI day, the big event, to September 30th this year so that the working prototype of... It's fucking named Optimus, apparently. Yeah. Optimus yeah. is going to be ready to show off. That's the thing. It's What's funny the about this September. is the AI day was originally supposed to be in August, and they're like, no, we need one more month to perfect That's Optimus. That's all we need to uh, develop our... Like, the first ever, uh, you know, household humanoid robot. We'll just need one extra month to... Tighten the kinks. And then someone in the crowd, some eager fan who hasn't turned their flash off, is going to take a picture, and the robot is going to turn. It's going to melt its circuits. It's going to turn on the crowd. Uh. <laughs> no! Please, stop, Optimus! No! <laughs> uh, now, ironically, though, this announcement comes as Musk announced that he is planning on laying off around 10% of his workforce. Don't I, need him. We're assuming that Optimus will be taking all of those jobs. <laughs> And he also issued a statement regarding his company's updated work-from-home policy. Um, There is no more work-from-home policy. Uh, I mean, technically there is, because according to Elon Musk, you should definitely be working from home. But that's in addition to the 40 hours that you'll also need to be in the office or at the actual job site. Uh, Of course you should be working from home. 
Additionally, <laughs> in addition to the 40 hours you're already working. Yeah, and commuting. Yeah. Uh, and raising a family yeah. and uh, you know taking care of your pets or anything else that you might have time to do. Uh, in an internal email that's been making the rounds, Musk said the following. Anyone who wishes to do remote work must be in the office for a minimum, and I mean minimum, of 40 hours per week or depart Tesla. This is less than we ask of factory workers. Weird omission there. Uh, moreover, the office must be a main Tesla office, not a remote branch office unrelated to the job duties. So he reiterated with a follow-up email with the subject line, to be super clear, everyone at Tesla is required to spend a minimum of 40 hours in the office per week. Moreover, the office must be where your actual colleagues are located, not some remote pseudo office. If you don't show up, we will assume that you've resigned. The more senior you are, the more visible must be your presence. That's why I lived in the factory so much, so that those on the line could see me working alongside... I'm sure they love that. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the way, sir. <laughs> if I had not done that, Tesla would long ago have gone bankrupt. There are, of course, companies that don't require this, but when was the last time they shipped a great new product? It's been a while. Tesla has and will create and actually manufacture the most exciting and meaningful products of any company on Earth. This will not happen by phoning it in. I'd like to see these other companies unveil a humanoid robot <laughs> that can dance. Can your robot do this? Uh, I'd like to see Ford build a car that has completely misaligned panels and like literal fucking popsicle sticks holding parts of the engine together to meet uh, deadlines that are impossible for the actual factory staff yeah. to meet. I'd like to see that. Hello, fellow Tesla employee Ed. How are you doing? Oh, great. Got the family uh, up to the... Up to the cabin for the weekend, having a great time. Nothing bad could ever happen. Oh, well, I see you have a meeting today. Yeah, it's with Optimus, the new humanoid robot. <laughs> You've been fired by Optimus. Ugh. That way, uh, a person doesn't have to do it because that is a task that no one wants to do unless you're a fucking sicko. So, like, I mean, like, none of this is surprising. Like, this is all these fucking CEO guys. They, they just love seeing their little minions. But it's very rich coming from a man, a man who shit posts on his computer all day long. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It he he's he's on Twitter like if if you map it out like the timelines like this man almost never sleeps, which is like oh that's a sign of a great you know great leader. But like he's tweeting. It's just so like talking much. Yeah, it's like, like I'll I'll be up to answer the call at three a.m. because I'll be shit posting from the toilet. So yeah, shit posts for me, but not for the yeah. But it gives the... his employees <laughs> a, a clear view of how he sees them. Yeah, and what's expected of them. And uh, I mean, honestly, we wouldn't be surprised if some of the top talent at his company, the ones who are actually responsible for Tesla's innovations and products, move over to companies that appreciate them and offer a far better work-life balance. It's already happening with companies like Microsoft and Apple, where top uh, executives are like, yeah, fuck this. I got a better offer somewhere else. Even if you're making less and you have more free time to yeah. uh, not go absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's also funny that he's like laying off 10% of the workforce when... And he's like, oh, it's because of the economy. Like, but every other uh, domestic car company is like actively still hiring with yeah. no plans to cut the workforce. What could the difference be? Could it be that those other companies have unionized workforces and Tesla does not? Mm -hmm. This is this is a threat. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so now is the time where we talk about the winner of the Elon Dunk contest, and it is uh, it's actually friend of the show. Hard Times Magazine, or more specifically, their sister outlet, The Hard Drive, which is a satirical comedy blog uh, related to tech and gaming. Yeah. Hard Times is more music and pop culture, but Hard Drive, it's for gamers. Yeah. 
And、uh, it's very funny. So, in his quest to become a Twitter comedy icon, Elon frequently shares、uh, stolen memes with zero credit to the original artist or writer, and he has a history of、uh, getting like weirdly hostile when yeah, called out. Yeah, instead of just、this. like apologizing、yeah. or, or tweeting uh, uh, something and giving the link. Yeah,、uh, or even doing the、uh, fat Jew thing and saying, "Chill, dude. I found it on a I blog. I found it on a blog. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's like the world's richest fuck Jerry sort of account. And、yeah. uh, and while Musk may have an inflated ego because of the amount of likes and retweets that he receives, it does not mean he's actually quick witted or funny. So when he's forced to go actually toe to toe with actual comedy writers. Uh, he gets served quickly, brutally, and repeatedly as he tries in vain to reclaim the upper hand.、Uh, so the entire thread, including their write-up,、uh, the coup, the coup de grace, <laughs>、yeah. uh, where this all started、uh, a meta discussion about a hard drive article that resulted in a hard drive, a brand new article, one of the best articles.、Uh, but yeah, they, it, it ended in a write-up、uh, regarding the whole thing, titled "Hard Drive Apologizes to Elon Musk for Dunking on Him Too Hard." <laughs> It's all incredible. We're not going to read it in its entirety. Uh, you should just go to the link in the description below and provide them with page views because it's、uh, it's absolutely worth the read. But to summarize, Elon shared a cropped image of one of、uh, the hard drive's articles with the headline、uh, "Zodiac Killer Letter Solved by Opening It with VLC Media Player," which is a, a funny headline, funny premise to an article indeed. But、uh, he shared it with no credit or link to the originator. It was cropped, and I'm sure he found it on like fucking nine gagger arse. Chill, dude. I found、whatever. it on a blog. Yeah. So they, they replied to him with the actual link saying. Hey, I'll give you a horse if you stop cropping our name off of articles. <laughs>、uh, they obviously reference the recent story about an alleged scenario in which Musk propositioned a private masseuse, allegedly offering her a horse in exchange for sexual acts. Smooth. Allegedly,、uh, Elon then made the mistake of replying and trying to offer critiques of their comedy. And、uh, well, here's an excerpt from their article about the feud. We have to admit that we were stunned when Mr. Musk quickly put us in our place by pointing out that the original joke was only a six out of ten. It was never our intention to write a middling piece of comedy that Mr. Musk would find on the internet and willfully share with his followers. As a video game publication, we understand how serious a six out of ten review is. It's practically a zero. We should have stopped there, but we persisted by sharing an article titled "Elon Musk Admits He Wants to Travel to Mars Because No One Hates Him There Yet." A shameful response that, at the time of writing, has racked up over forty-five thousand likes. We apologize on behalf of all forty-five thousand of these people as well.、Uh, so the spat continued.、Uh, it resulted in what should be an embarrassed and humbled tech CEO, but this man has no shame. And, yeah.、Uh, and yeah, you should read the full write-up because it's great. But we really want to point out just one last line from them because it is、uh, the reason you're not funny is because you're woke. Musk tweeted shortly after actively sharing a meme that he thought was funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's like he tweeted something. They're like, "Hey, attribution, please," and he's like, "Uh, well, it's actually not even that funny. It's not. It's not funny because it's too woke." And they're like, "But you fucking shared it." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have bad taste in comedy. <laughs> I eat pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> Do you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, incredible, incredible.、Uh, but yeah, we do have plenty more news for you coming right up,、uh, including the harsh reality that it is not, in fact, Morbin time. My favorite thing. <laughs> God damn it! But first, let's take a second to thank today's sponsors,、uh, starting with Manscaped. Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner, and Manscaped is here to ensure that all the father figures out there are looking like daddy material, dream daddy. <laughs> 
This June, it's my favorite holiday to do a Manscaped read because yeah. it's so. I feel like we joked about this previously. And like, they're just buy it for on. your dad. <laughs> they're, just, they're just running with it. Anyway, <laughs> back to the copy. Uh, Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. Remember when your dad used to yell at you to go mow the lawn? Well, now you can spit it right back in his yeah. face. <laughs> hey, old man, why don't you trim those pubes? You, you smooth dad, smooth son, summer. <laughs> uh, this right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. You can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NEWSDAY at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod is going to thank you. Manscaped is designed with fathers in mind. <laughs> the performance package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop's special day. Inside this package, he'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all his goodies. The, more, the older I get, the more I appreciate the weed whacker nose hair trimmer. Yeah. No joke. It's, it's, uh, it's coming in strong. Is really fucking annoying. Yeah. So the lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's Day for your family this year. Uh, it's going to be the talk of the town. This yeah. fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight for a more precise shape. Mm. But wait, there's more. Manscaped just launched their brand new Boxers 2.0. We all know the dads love their comfort. And with summer just around the corner, the Boxers 2.0 are here to save every father from the uncomfortable summer heat. These new boxes are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch. <laughs> Designed to cradle his boys in their own special space, this right here is a game changer. Whether he's mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking a sweat. Dads, buy this for yourself. Sons, buy this for you and your dad. Ladies, buy this for your man, but probably not your dad. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NEWSDAY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code NEWSDAY. Shake what your mama gave you? Nah. Shake what your daddy gave you. All right? Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> this episode's also sponsored by Factor. Yeah. Hungry? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so summer's here. Factor can help you spend less time at home and in the in the kitchen, and more time enjoying the sunshine with no cooking, no grocery shopping, no dishes. Plus, the perfect health-conscious grab-and-go add-ons like smoothies and juices. Even without meal planning and prep, you can still eat well with Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious, you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Feel good for summer. Choose from Factor's calorie-smart and keto options with built-in portion control as a great tool to help you get fit for the summer. Factor now offers 30 meals per week where you can choose from a variety of new meals every week. And on top of that, Factor gives you the option to change it up and select any plan size between 4 and 18 meals per week. Busy schedule for both lunch and dinner? No worries. Add an extra 2, 3, or even 4 meals to your order. Factor saves time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention the cleanup. No dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in 2 minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. As we've both been eating Factor meals for a while now, mm -hmm. uh, in addition to seriously being the best microwavable meals either of us have ever tried, um, another thing that's great about Factor is that it tackles the tough stuff, so you don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand -hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. Factor even knows your preferences. They offer vegan and veggie meals, keto meals, low-calorie options, cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, veggie sides, and more. 
And uh, yeah, you'll stay fueled and focused all day long. You're not going to have to even think about yeah. what to eat. Head to go.factor75.com slash Newsday120 and use code Newsday120 to get $120 off. That is code Newsday120 at go.factor75 slash Newsday120 for $120 or off. Or make it simple and click the link in the description. That's going to make it way easier. But all right, let's, uh, let's get back into the news now with an answer to the hilarious question of what happens when the internet convinces a major movie studio that there's actually a grassroots movement behind one of this year's biggest critical and financial flops? Unfortunately, <laughs> Sony Pictures found this out the hard way when they saw the <clears throat> just constant barrage of Morbius memes being shared online, and they decided that there was an audience out there that was ready willing and able to head down to their local movie theater and pay good money to see Morbius. Because, I don't know, maybe they missed it the first time around, or they actually heard it was great through word of mouth, or, you know, they were happy to see the film ironically in order to be in on the joke. Yeah. There's a big market for uh, irony. Uh, whichever the case may be, Sony didn't care, because all they saw was an easy way to bring in some extra money on a horrible release that clearly struck a nerve with a very outspoken community online. Critics be damned. The people... The people demanded that Morbius be re-released so that they could correct this narrative. And so that's exactly what Sony Pictures did. They re-released Morbius into movie theaters over Memorial Day weekend with all the confidence in the world <laughs> that people would turn out in droves, ironically or not, and bring in a fresh new flow of box office cash for the doomed superhero film. But uh, <laughs> was a new Marvel legend <laughs> actually born again? Uh, no. Uh, so there's already... Uh, it tanked the first time. Uh, it tanked again so hilariously bad that there is no question that it will end up costing the studio far more money to have re-released it than if they had simply done nothing at all. Yes. Um, so yeah, in a classic case of don't believe everything you read on the internet, uh, Morbius was re-released to a thousand theaters on Friday, June 3rd. And it, some, th some movies can't even get released uh, yeah. into a fraction of that many theaters. Fantastic movies. Yeah. And this is a re-release that got a thousand a theaters. A thousand theaters. Um, yeah, can you guess how much money it brought in? $85,000. <laughs> I saw posts that people are like, that worked at movie theaters that are like, yeah, uh, there was like half the screenings were empty. Like not a single person. This is one like just meme lord in there just chuckling the entire time. It's Mormon time. It's Mormon to say the line. <laughs> Do the Morb. Because people have been posting like fake quotes and stuff from the movie yeah. too. So. Well, it's uh, the thing they didn't seem to understand is that uh, most of the people doing like memeing on Morbius didn't see the movie yeah. and didn't have no desire to. They just think, they think like, it's funny. They that, just think yeah. like the, just the idea of the, the version of Morbius that exists in their head Way better. is funnier than, than anything Sony could ever possibly. Yeah. Read. They, they actually interviewed the one person in Los Angeles who was there eagerly ready to see uh, Morbius for a second time. And that person's name, James Wilms. Yeah. Yeah. The only sincere uh, <laughs> fan of Mor I actually loved it. Morbius, the living vampire that yeah. exists. So yeah, in our simple, quick and very stupid calculations, um, Morbius releasing in a thousand theaters and making $85,000 would mean that Morbius got around uh, $85 per theater, which is like eight or less people per theater. And that's with, I'm assuming, multiple screenings. Yeah, <laughs> clear the <laughs> way. The clear, clear it out. Get that amazing Nicolas Cage comedy. Get out of here. And Morbius the, is back. It's Morbin time. One of, the, one of the best movies in, I don't know, five years, everything, everywhere, all at once. Get that out of the way. We need more theaters open for Morbius. 
Oh. Anyway, yeah. So it was it was not morbid time so, at all. Uh, we all got the, the Sony. Were the we got more. Sony were the ones that got more of this time. Uh, yeah. Here's Vulture with more. Imagine living in 2022 and mistaking irony for sincerity. Well, that's what executives at Sony did when they re-released the Jared Leto-led Morbius to a thousand theaters last weekend. Twitter users sarcastically praised the film, misattributed made-up quotes to characters, and begged for a full slate of decades worth of sequels to go into production. Even Jared Leto's team got in on the It's Morbin Time sequel jokes in an example of capitalism absorbing discourse and defanging it of any and all power, read, humor. It appears that Sony misread this bullying as praise and made the decision to re-release the movie. But viral Twitter memes do not necessarily translate to dollars. Although a billion dollar company losing money is inherently funny, what's funnier is that Sony thought there was money to be made on viral tweets. A big congratulations to the Morbius stands who trolled execs into making this film flop in the box office for a second time. They had to have thought that this was like, this was going to be their Snyder cut. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, that ca- it made a hell of a lot more than Morbius on second release, yeah, but that came but out that... still ended up, I, I don't think they profited off of the Snyder Cut. Yeah, it was, uh, the numbers were shockingly low compared to what people thought yeah. the viewership was going to be. So, I don't know, honestly, the whole Sony analyzing tweets and memes as potential returns on investments, that reads something, it's like something the, uh, you know, like the everyday happenings in the NFT and crypto communities, just yeah, completely misunderstanding like their own business, or uh, uh, or or reading statements made on platforms like Discord and Twitter as sincere and not just yeah. people tricking you. Yeah, they uh, Sony opened up their wallet to the wallet inspector, <laughs> as you might say. <laughs> Morbius. They got they got rug pulled with false hype. Yeah, they fell for it. All my apes gone. <laughs> And, uh, and while crypto has been in the shitter for months now, and uh, you know, even uttering the phrase NFT will get you escorted out of any conversation, mm-hmm. uh, there are still crypto evangelists out there who are absolutely sure that the future of everything revolves around crypto. So earlier this week, we got to see a completely unhinged Twitter threat uh, about one guy's dream of the future of video games, NFTs, and cryptocurrency, and how they're all going to be just one Working together perfect ecosystem. seamlessly. Yeah, so... This was a, a thread uh, that he thought was so good, so well thought out and infallible that he even posted it to his professional LinkedIn page in full. Yeah, no need to go through the, the multiple yeah. posts. It's LinkedIn, all right there on LinkedIn. LinkedIn lets you just talk however, however long you want to however few people are actually listening. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, but instead of uh, you know successfully making his case, he inadvertently created what could become uh, some historic new copypasta. Yeah. Not, not often that new copy bust comes along. Um, but yeah, this man, he embarrassed himself. He laid out a damning example of why pushing crypto into gaming is actually a horrific idea, like most people are already saying. Yeah. So without further ado, put on your radioactive cringe suit, your uh, your your cringe 95 mask. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, here is blockchain investor Nicholas Variki's idea of the future. The year is 2030. It's a rainy Saturday afternoon. You've just finished mining 30 obsidian ore playing Crypto Crush Saga, a match three mobile game. You open up the Elder Chains online and feel a rush of excitement. Your school buddy has spent years becoming a master blacksmith, and he has agreed to turn 10 obsidian into an obsidian battle staff, a huge upgrade over the minthral mace that you've been wielding for the last months. It'll take him an hour or so. In the meantime, you log into Clash of Guilds and use the remaining obsidian to upgrade your town hall to the next level. That should keep your village safe 
for now. You wish you could fast forward time to tonight. Your guild has plans to go for a deep run into the wilderness in old school rune chains, and your prospects of a successful run and great loot have never been better. All guild members have been spending the past two weeks grinding for better weapons, and you've agreed, through a vote, to use the guild treasury to buy everyone a new, full set of red dragonhide armor. Tonight's objective is to kill the level 128 frost giant hiding in the Cave of Sorrow. He has a 5% chance of dropping an immaculate orb of brilliance, of which there are currently only four in existence. The orb can be used as a power source in an upcoming space exploration game and should give your guild a great advantage in reaching distant galaxies first. A 5% drop rate is low, but you're feeling optimistic. In the distance, you hear a faint, Blockchain doesn't bring anything new to games. You shrug and join your friends in the Discord voice channel. Life is good. Okay, so first off, that drop rate at 5% is legitimately hilarious, considering that the drop rates for... Uh, real MMOs and RPGs that already exist. Uh, Just fractions of that. Yeah. Um, but also, like the idea that someone should have to grind what sound like just fucking mobile games and shitty ones at that to progress elsewhere uh, fucking sucks. No one wants to do that. Oh, I'm going to put aside this uh, theoretical AAA game, blockchain game that I'm playing, to sit on the toilet and mine Obsidian yeah. uh, while I could be doing this anything This is awesome. <laughs> the future rules. Isn't the future great? Yeah, it's all just, it's very bleak if you actually enjoy playing games yes. as a fun hobby. So luckily everyone hated this little short story deeply. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were very quick to tell him how bad of an idea this was. Uh, here's some select responses. I have not tweeted anything of substance in a very long time, and I went through a password recovery just so I could log in and say how bad of an idea this is. <laughs> the next time someone asks me why Web 3.0 will never be a thing, I'll point them to this thread, not because it disputes any of their points, but because it's a shining example that crypto bros are completely divorced from reality, especially in the areas they want to improve. You could have just said you have no fucking clue how software development <laughs> works. That one, That's a recurring theme. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you, you can put the gun in like the other. It's like, and, no. And all, <laughs> that's not of how the, it works. <laughs> all of the gaming companies are going to work completely in harmony yeah. and dance around holding hands. I'll be able to play the next Call of Duty as my board ape. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> there was one no, you won't. There was one response that was like, I'll be damned if I don't buy the uh, Jack Dorsey's first tweet and I'm unable to play as it in these games. <laughs> Uh, here's another one. I opened my Twitter for the first time in months just to tell you that you have described the single worst scenario I have ever heard in all my years of <laughs> online gaming. Please seek help. <laughs> and uh, finally, oh boy, I can't wait to have to grind in five different games I don't care about just to make progress in the one game I do care about. I can totally see spending my two hours of free time I have for video games a day on this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... I like, he clearly, uh, this guy clearly spent a lot of time like coming up with all the fake, like... Uh, IP names and like item <laughs> a names. A lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> Clash of guilds. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, crypto online. Yeah, uh, 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 old school crypto space. Elden of duty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, what a fucking moron. Literally no thought. <laughs> but anyways, let's switch back into more of the, the standard tech news. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you've been waiting for it patiently. I see you. Uh, Apple recently held their big developers conference. And developers, developers. That's developers. Microsoft. Oh, yeah. Uh, and while it's not the same as their product debuts that will hit later this year, 
Uh, they did show off some new tech and a few hints at what's coming down the pipeline for their products. And they, of course, announced new operating systems for their phones, their iPads, their computers, and uh, their watch lines. Uh, also, a new M2 chip for their laptops and desktops, uh, which M2 got to be better than M1. Got a whole different number in it. It's a big upgrade. Yeah. Uh, a buy now, pay later option for Apple Pay that is sure to doom irresponsible spenders. And uh, new MacBook Air and Pro laptops, in addition to some updates to Apple's CarPlay functionality. Now, the biggest news for everyday users of these products will be the new updates to the iPhone operating system. And some of the highlights include the ability to edit or unsend iMessages. Ooh, okay. They beat Twitter to the punch. Yeah. Uh, iMessage will get uh, SharePlay, which will allow people to watch videos or listen to music together completely in sync with one another, which That's is... kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll leave a link below for more information and coverage of the Apple event for those who are interested. But arguably the biggest Apple news of the week doesn't come from their developers event, but comes from European governments who have finally agreed to settle on one distinct charger for all those devices. So... If you have multiple devices, which I'm assuming that a lot of you watching this show do, you can understand how frustrating it can be to carry multiple different cables and charging blocks when you do anything. And Apple didn't really help streamline things when they released their proprietary lightning cable, especially considering that they utilize USB-C for their laptops. Like, it's right there. You're yeah. already doing it. Yeah. Just fucking do it. So should have been a no-brainer, but now the EU has stepped in and demanded that manufacturers utilize one single mobile charging port for phones, tablets, and cameras. Here's CNBC with more. The European Commission, the executive arm of the European Union, is going to force smartphone manufacturers like Apple and other electronics makers to equip their devices with a standard USB-C charging port. This means equipment makers will have to comply with the new terms by 2024. Quote, we have a deal on the hashtag common charger. EU Commissioner Thierry Breton said via Twitter, the legislation is designed to cut waste and make life easier for consumers who would theoretically be able to use one charger for multiple devices. It could have a huge impact on Apple as the company still uses its own lightning connector to charge iPhones. And yeah, it's like all companies, it's like everyone's already using USB-C and has yes. been for like years. Yes. This is literally, it's just Apple. Anything that's annoying. using the USB, what do they call it, 2.0? Like the old the, the Xbox controllers, I think. Yeah. The, I don't know about the new one because I've never played it, but... Uh, the old Xbox controllers still use it. So, like, I literally use my Xbox cable. Uh, I have, like, a pair of headphones that uses that. So I just yeah. use that. But everything else is USB-C. Uh, well, and uh, and USB-C is great. Uh, charges real fast. I do, like, the one good thing about the Lightning port is um, your phone's in your pocket all day. There's going to be the finest, tiniest pieces of lint getting in there more and more. And the Apple Lightning port is... A much bigger hole. It's easier to stick a toothpick in there and dig things out. USB-C... Very satisfying. USB-C is, like, very sketchy trying to clean that shit out. You have to... The, the gap is... Is basically only big enough to fit a needle, but you absolutely do not want to use an actual needle in there. So it's, uh, it's very tricky. I uh, recently cleaned out my lightning port, and it was... Disgusting. Very, it's it was like so satisfying. It's like belly button lint. Yeah, exactly. It was <laughs> it's just like gross. It's like watching power washing videos. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah. Oh, you were so you're dirty little girl, weren't you? <laughs> and then you're like, oh God. Oh, she's so clean. It fits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, while we're on the topic of good tech news, let's round out today's video with an update uh, on the uh the inevitable flying taser. We it, all knew it was coming. It flies, it tases. Why aren't you clapping? <laughs> so, it looks like plans to release a taser att attached to a drone. Uh, they've 
They've stalled after nine members of a company's ethics board resigned in protest. So the company in question, Axon, the the makers of the the Tesla name or uh, the, the Taser, the Taser name, which yeah. you will get sued if you uh, even put that in like a YouTube title. Yeah, uh, you will get a cease and desist. So Axon, they made headlines after announcing the development of a flying Taser. Uh, in what appeared to be a direct response to the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Like, don't worry, guys. Next time. <laughs> Next time we're going to fly a drone in to yeah. incapacitate someone. Uh, so here, here's NBC News with more. Axon, the company best known for developing the Taser, said Monday it was halting plans to develop a Taser-equipped drone after a majority of its ethics board resigned over the controversial project. Axon's founder and CEO, Rick Smith, said the company's announcement last week, which drew a rebuke from its artificial intelligence ethics board, was intended to initiate a conversation on this as a potential solution. So their reporting continued, the board had voted eight to four a few weeks ago to recommend Axon not proceed with a pilot of the Taser drone and had concerns about introducing weaponizing drones in over-policed communities of color. But after the mass shooting at a Uvalde, Texas elementary school, the company announced it was beginning development of the drone. Smith told the Associated Press last week he made the idea public in part because he was catastrophically disappointed in the response by police who didn't move in to kill the suspect for more than an hour. The board issued a rare public rebuke of the project, saying it was a dangerous idea that went far beyond the initial proposal the board had reviewed for a taser-equipped police drone. It said it had pleaded with the company to pull back before the announcement and that many of them believed it was trading on the tragedy of the Uvalde and Buffalo shootings. Yeah, it's just... And they would be uh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's this never wouldn't have happened if, if, our, if our brand new uh, taser drone was... was it's never the right thing. time to talk about gun control, but it's always the right time to talk about equipping robotics and uh, yeah. unmanned drones with weaponry. We need really big, expensive doors. Uh, kids need to have bulletproof everything. Yeah. Um, teachers need to be armed, but also not to... mention people that about people that are gay yeah. or anything that happened, uh, I don't know, pre-1950s. Uh, and, but yeah, they need to be armed. And, uh, and we have drones just patrolling uh, school hallways. And if they catch a kid vaping a jewel in the bathroom, zap. Yeah. <laughs> but just a quick zap. <laughs> just a vape. little zap. It's yeah. not going to, you know. It just blows the, the vape up. Uh, And then the principal, of course, has a drone button and a a shooting button. Yeah. And he'll never confuse the the two. (laughs) Release the gun. Oh, wait. Oh, which one? Ah, Well. Oh, the teacher grabbed the gun and the drone shocked the teacher. And now the teacher's shooting uh, randomly. What could go wrong? Anyways, we would, uh, of course, tell you to watch our most recent videos. Not very recent. There haven't been any. Yeah. If you want to go help out some views somewhere, go find a video and watch it for fun. Someone on Twitter... I saw it was like, <laughs> when you guys were gone, I started watching from episode one and made it from Machinima Days and made it all the way to 2016. So like two years. Yeah, that's a while. Of videos in some archive. Uh, so don't do that. That's yeah, that's going to drive you crazy. And then you yeah. won't watch new videos. Um, Take a break. I was thinking about next time we do a break, we just do a live stream of recent videos. Yeah, like videos from the year. That would have been a good idea. Yeah, we should have done that. <laughs> that would have been a good idea in hindsight. Uh, we're oh, sorry. Well. <laughs> we're sorry. Uh, but we're so glad that you're back. Uh, and if it takes you a while to find this video, make sure you hit the bell. Um, do all the things that tell YouTube that you want to keep watching if each one of you, our videos. If you, each one of you sends this video link to five friends, <laughs> we can hit a million views. Yeah. And then Herbalife will send us an award. Yeah. 
Uh, no, but what we do need you to do is tell some friends so they subscribe to the channel because we've been stagnant. We love yeah. all the views, but we've been stagnant on subcri- subscriber growth. So we'd like to see that go up. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you want to support the channel financially, if you're able to, you can click on the thanks button, which appears and disappears at random seemingly, or click the join button below the video, which yeah. is uh, fairly consistent. Yeah. That thanks button decides whatever video it wants to be on, I guess. Uh, anyways, we appreciate that you allowed us to take some time off, but now we are back to riff on this absurd world nonstop once again. So we will see you very soon for more episodes. Thank you again so much, and we'll see you soon. Bye.